This episode of The Morning Stream is brought to you by Vistro. Vistro is the number one plant-based meal delivery service in America. Right now, our listeners can save 30% off any Vistro meal purchase when you use the code TMS. Visit Vistro.com, that's V-E-E-S-T-R-O.com, and use the code TMS to save 30%. Coming up on TMS, Jill the Snake Lady dropped her Krispy Kreme in my pee. The Batman, the Joker, and the whatnot. Testicle-shaped swimming pool. I'm not fat, I'm bulky. A ranch full of guys named Hector. Super hyphen hero. Major spoilers and more on this episode of Der Morning Streaming. You are all nothing! This is the morning stream. No touching of butts allowed. No butt touching. Hello, everybody, and good morning. Welcome to the morning stream for Monday, September 30th, last day of the month, 2019. I'm Scott Johnson. He's Brian Ibbett. Hello. I am. I had to, go, I had to blow my nose off camera. I step away from the camera to blow my nose like Tay Zande and his... And his breathing. Are you like me? Do you get stuffy this time of year as it starts to cool off? Yeah, I do too. I hate it. It makes it so like I'll I'll wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning and realize I've been breathing through my mouth for the last 10 hours. You know, just going. Sore throat, hacking. Yeah, Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like that. Not a fan. Uh, But I do like the changing of of the times. Last night we had all the windows open. We've been doing that for about a week now. And no air conditioning, no heating, just... Letting the outside air be the inside air, nice and cool. It's been like 70 degrees, you know, perfect all the time. But not last night. Mm-hmm. It's like 35, and it was cold. Oh, jeez. And I did not <laughs> want to get my sorry arse out of bed this morning because it was so freaking cold that I just didn't want to do it. But Those I did it. Covers pulled up all the way, and you're... Mm-hmm. I was all cozy, Brian. I had a weighted blanket. Mm. Oh, nice. I still mm. have to. I still have to try those. I'm. I'm wondering how I would do with those because I have a little bit of claustrophobia, but only, only like the. Uh, I mean, the biggest, the, the biggest claustrophobic phobic thing for me is that scene in Die Hard where John McClane is going through the air vents. Come oh. to California. We'll have a few laughs. <laughs> that scene. Um, if yeah. I'm in a place where I don't have the ability to turn myself around, I feel like I, that that's the claustrophobic point for me. What if, okay, let me give you a scenario. <laughs> okay. I <laughs> love it. I love this. All yeah. right. So you're in a, this is funny you bring this up because I've been, I've been replaying a bit yeah. of that old Batman game from 2015, the Arkham Knight game. And there are times oh, yeah. where you're in a air vent, right? I barely have barely have time oh yeah there are yeah totally yeah. barely have time to play games that i haven't played yet and you're replaying games what's well, the matter with this picture the reason it happened it's i mean it's actually kind of it makes sense once you hear it but they had those, those okay. six games for free on epic and oh, it was all the right. batman games so you could get arkham asylum arkham city and arkham knight yes. and three lego mm-hmm. batman games all just for nothing and so i just thought ah, you know, let's throw one arkham of these games on. are fantastic oh they're too. so good they're so freaking yeah. good and I realize why I like the third one the best. I know a lot of people think the first one's the best, but I like the third one because it's base. I was saying this on Core last night. It's basically uh, Batman Fury Road because <laughs> there's like <laughs> there's like a, a car first of all, but second of all, the city is <laughs> the city's evacuated and super wastelandy. So yeah, nobody's in Gotham except for criminal elements who are like a bunch of crazy guys with no hair on top of cars with guns. 
It's very Mad Maxy. I think that's why I Man. like it. Who had uh, who had the uh, thirteen minutes? Thirteen minutes uh, before a, a Mad Max mention. I mean, who had that? I'm on a roll because, like, I think the last four uh, podcasts I've recorded, including Film Sack, have all had yeah, a, a Ma- Sack, yeah yes. had a reference in it. But anyway, so uh, what was I wasn't going to say. Uh, oh, because those are free, and I just thought I'd give it a spin. I've hardly spent any time in there yet, but uh, it just reminded me how cool those games are. They're very good. Yeah, anyway, what was I good. saying before that? There was a thing I was going to say. Well, you were talking about uh, um, uh, oh. you were playing Batman. You were. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what uh, I had to it? do. It was something with the cold weather. Uh, I don't know. Shoot. <laughs> I don't know Sorry. I got you, <laughs> got you on a tangent or something, man. Because <laughs> I, I said something about. Shit, what was it? I don't remember. Chatroom, if you don't remember, we don't remember. So forget it. You're our memory. Let's You're see. our collective memory. I'm scrolling memory. back to see if they're talking about this. Uh, claustro- oh, claustrophobia. Oh, claustrophobia. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So I'm in a vent as Batman. That's thank what you, it was. Thank you, Anna Yes, thank you. I'm in a vent, and I'm a, I'm I'm the Batman in the vent, right? Looking for the Joker mm-hmm. and the whatnot mm-hmm. in there. And uh, and the whatnot. There was a time where I got to a, a dead end. Now, what ended up happening is the grate below me fell out, or they shot it up or something, and I fell out. But I ended up falling out of the vent. But in a real-life scenario, if you were in a vent and you came to a dead end and you were too bulky yes. to turn around, what would be right. your – what's your reaction? Can, you we, panic can and- we maybe say, instead of it being that I'm too bulky to turn around, <laughs> can we just say that maybe – you know, the, the vent is too narrow for me I'm to sorry. turn around. The, Why the, the, it vent, to- the vent is too narrow or you're wearing like ba- the reason I said bulky is because Batman's got all this gear on. Right. So let's God, say you have okay. a bunch of gear on. Brian's trying to escape the <laughs> zombies or whatever. And now you're stuck. Do you back up slowly? Do you try yeah, to turn around? Totally. You That's all you out? can do. Right. Okay. All right. But you, you wouldn't back up, but you uh, wouldn't panic. Right. You just sort of make it work. I'd be I'd be. But, you know, there'd be some discomfort. There'd be like, oh, my God, really? Right. <laughs> like, I've got to back up. Because the backing up, it's like, you know, the fear, of, that's probably where the fear comes from. The backing up fear is that I'll back up and all of a sudden I'll be in another dead end and I'm kind of just trapped in there. Good point. All right, let me ask you this. If you were yeah. Andy Dufresne, would you still Pop be in prison? Would you still be in prison or would you have escaped? <laughs> Uh, I, uh, if you knew you had a mile of sewage pipe, tiny sewage pipe to get through. Yeah. Yeah. Would you stay in uh, prison or would you no, risk it? No, I'd, I'd escape. I'd definitely escape. Right. I would totally be, I'd, I'd be out of Shawshank. I think I could, I think I could, uh, deal with it for that little amount of time that he had to, I mean, in a little amount of time we know from the movie, it's a mile of shit. Yeah. It's actually, you know, it's been measured. It's been calculated. It is a, it is a mile of shit. Yeah. And if you come out clean on the other side, it's because it's raining. That's the only way you get the That's clean right. part. Okay, let me ask you this. By the way, yeah, go ahead. Did you did you see them in a, in our tadpole? So I believe it's Carrie File. Oh, it was in the Facebook uh, page, but um, the guy who introduced Morgan Freeman to TMS uh, oh, posted oh. a photo of Morgan Freeman holding up some of his barbecue sauce because he uh, he was inspired by the tadpole to go after his dream which is creating his own uh, uh barbecue sauce business and he's got a photo of morgan freeman holding the barbecue sauce right that was uh oh, what's his name this is actually he did this a while ago right this wasn't a, a new thing or was it new right he he talked he got morgan freeman to listen to our show a while ago oh, but i think right. he just created his business right 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 that's right 
Mm-hmm. Hey, that's yeah. a, that's a, a, a prescient thing you brought up because uh, Morgan Freeman also just converted his 50, 50 hectare ranch. I don't even know what a hectare is, by the way. It's not an acre. It's something else. What's a hectare? Hold on. Uh, you mean acre? No, uh, it's a uh, uh, hectare. Let's see, fifty hectares. It's tight, tight, tight. To in acres. Let's see. It is one hundred twenty-three. One hundred twenty-three acres. acres. Yeah, one hundred twenty-three point five acres for fifty hectares. Hectare? Maybe it's hectare. Anyway, whatever. Well, he's, he's got a ranch okay. that's that big, fifty hectares, uh, which is again, I think, about one hundred twenty-three acres. Looks it? like it's spelled. It's just pronounced Hector. Okay, so he's got a lot of guys named Hector working his farm. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, so he's converted the whole thing to be a bee sanctuary. He's trying to help help the bees. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, and that's related because he's getting, um, he's getting, and I, I think, it, like I said, I think it is Carrie File. Somebody needs to help me in the chat room and let me know for sure. I think it's Carrie File. Uh, is getting honey from uh, Morgan Freeman to uh, to use in the in some of his barbecue sauce or something. If you'd like to have some honey. Come on by the oh, Hector farm. <laughs> <laughs> like this is like like two old people trying to remember uh, a TV show from the fifties. I think there was a guy and his name was Larry or Hector or Bob. Yep, yep. Something and he like got that. Honey. It's yeah. pretty cool though, because that ranch he could use for all sorts of stuff, but he's decided to make it for bees. And then the fact that we have this weird connection of somebody who's going to get honey from his ranch—that's amazing. Yeah. That's really so that cool. makes it an apiary, is that right? Uh, it does, I guess, right? Yes. An apiary is a is a bee. I wish it was a apes. farm? Like a bunch of apes. Right. It know? feels like it should be. be you know, apiary. Yeah. But Chimpanzees and freaking gorillas and stuff. Right. That would be cool. Uh, someone in the reverse, Katamari, or his name is in the chat, says he's the candy man. Don't say his name three times or else bees will come out oh, of his mouth. Oh, that's once. Oh, I did it, didn't I? I said Candyman. Oh, it's twice. Oh, it's twice. Oh, Oh, don't do it again. I'm not going to do it. I sure could go for some candy, man. (laughs) I think it's five times in Candyman, isn't it? Oh, is it? I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, Beetlejuice is three times. Candyman is five times. They're remaking that, which I'm all for, by the way. Yeah, but they're not. uh, What's-his-face is not involved. Uh, Tony Todd? Tony Todd is is not... uh, Oh, is not going to be part of it, which no. is kind of a bummer. He's also what, like eighty? Let's see. Let me look. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's eighty. <laughs> oh, this is Jordan Peele's doing this. Now I'm yeah. extra excited. Confirmed. Yeah, Tony Todd is sixty-four. Okay, maybe he'll you could still he'll... play. You could still play uh, Candyman at sixty-four. Right, but do you really want bees in your mouth? Like it's CGI these bees. Now. When I get older, bees in my mouth. <laughs> when I'm sixty-four. Do, 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 do. Oh, it says, Will you still be saying my name five times? <laughs> Turn off the lights and I'm going to hook you with my hook. There you go. Nailed it. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Sure. We are. We have uh, the, the star. It is... Um, hold on. What, what's his name? Uh, the Get Out of Atlanta... Or Atlanta star will... But it's not... What's his name? It's not Gambino. Let's see. Who, what's his name? Oh, Fraser oh, Harrison. Glover? Fra- a uh, Fraser oh, Harrison, and it's not Donald Glover. Oh, okay. And okay. somebody on that show with him, Fraser Harrison. Oh, gotcha, Fraser Harrison. Okay. I don't know who he is, but he looks very seventies retro. That dude, he's cool. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it says, let's see, uh, the Get Out. No, Fraser uh, Harrison is. Uh, oh, he's also in Get Out. It says. I still haven't seen Get Out, so I don't know. Oh, really? You have to see Get Out. Yeah, I know. 
I still haven't seen I think him. I'm looking at the wrong person because the Fraser Harrison that I pulled up is a woman. I don't think that's, <laughs> that's the not same him. Harrison. <laughs> no. Yeah. no, unless there's been some sort of transition. And if they did, that's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Hey, and nothing wrong with that. There's nothing. nothing not that there's anything wrong with it. Wrong with it. <laughs> anyway, this uh, the get out and Lannister will st- uh, p- portray Anthony, a de-social, or sorry, a socially pronounced artist in Chicago who researches the urban legend of Candyman. After investigating the killer's last known whereabouts, strange killings begin to occur. Uh, oh, so maybe he's not Candyman, right. but he's in Candyman. Well, I was going to say, um, an IMDb yeah. for Candyman yeah. 2020 lists Tony Todd as Candyman. Oh, so, oh. So um, maybe uh, maybe the, the, the news of his non, non-involvement has been greatly exaggerated. Yeah, or maybe some film sack chucklehead went in there and put it in there. Who knows? Because we've been right. able to do that lately. Him, yep. uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger tried out for the role of Candyman. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> five of five of five people found this interesting. Oh my lord! Um, all right, let's talk about. Oh, I got a quick story to tell you, and then I want to hear about ch- yeah. uh, it. Chapter two. Speaking of movies, which you went and sure, saw, sure. Brian sacrificed three hours of his life on a weekend to <laughs> to check that out. Um, so I had this horrible insurance experience, and I know insurance yeah. is always a pain, and that's you know it's almost to be expected that. At least here in the states, when it comes to insurance, it just sucks, especially medical. In this case, it's a life insurance thing. So we had an old life insurance policy, just to give you some background, that was kind of aging out and not great. And we figured out a way to go to a new one that would actually be better in the long run. So, like you do sometimes, you just change you change insurance. The goal is try to have them overlap barely, so you're never without it. So that if so yeah, that if between course. the day between the two signings, I don't get in a you know car accident and die. Without it's like a trapeze. Insurance. Yes. You know, you want to make sure that you've got one hand on the old trapeze or the new trapeze as you're letting go of the old trapeze. 100%, 100% that. So, <laughs> so we were so we were wanting to make sure that that was the case and we worked really hard to make sure that was the case and we timed everything we did everything we were supposed to do. We always do. That's why we have like a 8 mm-hmm. 850 or 890 credit score. We like we have the highest credit scores. So we're That's really great. careful about all that stuff to the point that we're almost kind of too careful. But anyway, so uh, lady comes to the house to do the the blood test. This is a couple of weeks ago, and I remember right. ta- I talked about it on the show. I think a little bit because we gave oh, her our yeah, snake. Because she showed up while we were doing the show, didn't she? Oh right, wasn't that was that the, or was that a different thing? I don't remember. Maybe now. it was a different thing. But she showed up. Oh no, she was here. But I when the show ended, I could go. I, she she's hung around. That's what it was. You're right. That's right. So mm-hmm. I went up there. She ended up with our snake. It's a long story. She has our snake now. Oh. Right. All this is coming together. That's right. Yeah, I remember that too. It's all, right, all connecting now. But anyway, she yeah. was this kind of big lady. Not that it has anything to do with this, except it's, there's a little irony there, okay? Because she was really big. She was like probably 350 or something. And she was nice and everything. And she had me go pee in a little vial and then come back. And then we did the blood test and we did the stuff. Everything should have been fine. Kim's went to underwriting and passed flying colors for the policy we wanted. Boom, bam, bip, done. No problem. Mine raises... Giant alarm. And they're like, what's the matter? His blood tests show that if he is not already a raging diabetic, he is uh, a borderline diabetic, meaning borderline? I should, yeah, my wow. feet should be numb. I should be talking about amputation at this point, like that bad. That's oh, how uh, high they okay. said I was. And I'm standing there going, what? <laughs> I'm fine. And I'm not, you yeah. know, I'm not at any of these risk factors. I don't have any genetics that are leading that direction. And I'm not, I definitely am not like, there's no way it's that high. I just have blood tests in my doctor's office. They, they're they not. So I called them. I said, 
Hey, did you ever see sure. high blood pressure or sugar on blood sugar on any of this? And there's like, uh, no. In fact, you're below average. Uh, okay, well, let's see if we can figure this out. So, I couldn't remember if she told us to fast before, and if she did, if we did, I just don't remember. But Kim, past the flying colors, I'm showing like totally in the red. So they have to. The whole thing gets tabled. My policy is not being covered. Oh, the old one's no. gone, and I have no policy going on. And the other one's being. You know, I was putting this like a penalty box for a minute. Right. And Holding I said, pattern or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, what do you guys want from me? And they said, well, you know, your doctor, have your doctor do this or whatever. So we called the doctor. Like do another physical or something? Just, just another, to... just a blood test, just a single blood test, all I needed. Okay. Good. To confirm good. it or to show there was an error. So yeah. that's where I was Friday and the reason I wasn't here. Um, it was the only time I could get in there to, to, a, talk to the doctor real quick, and B, get the right labs, and then get out of there. But here's the funny sure. bit. It's so stupid. I get down there, and they say, oh, I saw, we show you're getting a full workup for a blood thickening test. And I said, what? This is the doctor, or not doctor, but the nurse physician's assistant lady. She goes, yeah, you're getting like yeah. a full, I forgot the name. It was like a three-letter acronym, but it meant that I have thinning blood, and they're trying to work on that. And I said, I definitely don't have that. She goes, well, I show you're taking this medication to thin blood. I said, no, I'm not taking any medication right now. No. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Whoops, there's a whole other Scott <laughs> Johnson. Honestly, I think that may be what's behind all this. Every time I have to do anything paperwork official, some other Scott Johnson comes out of the woodwork and ends up getting crossed with my records. And it happens all the time. It happens when I apply for anything and someone will say, are you Scott Johnson? Yes. Did you have an El Camino in 1978? And did you rob the 7-Eleven that year? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I didn't do any of these things. What are you talking about? So so all of that's going down. And then they finally go, oh, okay, I see. You just need a glucose test. I'm like, is that what a blood sugar test is? She goes, yes. I go, then I need one of those. She goes, oh, okay, well, we can just do that with a finger prick. I'm like, sweet. It's not the only prick around. I was really mad, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they come and they do the finger prick. And... I bleed into the unit and it goes beep beep and she reads it and she says, Oh. And I go, Don't just say oh. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> don't, yeah, right. Don't do that. Say what it Ooh. is. Let's not go ooh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Looks like your blood is twenty four percent double <laughs> Oreo double stuff. Yeah. I mean I'm that was the other thing about all of this is I can I kind of intrinsically knew this was a mistake. But there was still a part of me that was like, Well, if this is true, someone needs to say something. Like how are you all a bunch of, how are you all bonking your heads? Nobody knows that I have high blood sugar all these, all this time. And no right. one knows. Right. Like it, it was, it was really bugging me. It was making me feel very uncomfortable. Anyway, she finally gets the test. She goes, she goes, oh no, this is great. I said, well, what does great mean? She goes, well, the average is like 100, 110. You're like 89. That's perfect. We want everyone right there. Yeah. And I'm like, damn it. Then what did, what did Jill the snake lady do that day? What did she do? <laughs> Did she drop half of her freaking Krispy Kreme in my pee when she walked right, out of here? Exactly. Like, oh, I was so annoyed, dude. Anyway, I think it's all done now. They get the paperwork today showing they had to give me new papers and say, all right, give this to them. So the underwriters will get that. The question is, do I still get the policy I wanted? Are they still going to be cagey about it? Like, oh, what a runaround. I hated it. Yeah, no kidding. And then you know what I did as soon as it was done? I went, oh, I don't have high blood sugar? Off to five, guys. Like I went and just chowed down. <laughs> Did you really? Oh yeah, yeah. It was an. Act, I'll show you. It was a. It was an act of defiance. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna I'll get say. a big giant burger. I'm gonna get a big coke. I'm gonna have a good time today because you guys jacked that up. So, uh, so that's how that went down. 
Anyway, wow. everything's fine now. It's all fine. But we'll see if I don't get my policy or not. All right, forget about oh, all that. Gee, I want to hear about I want to hear about clowns that live in the sewer. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. We all float down here. So uh <laughs> uh Gina went and saw it chapter two uh over the weekend. Finally had a chance to go see that. Although, you know, we I guess we had a chance when we went to the drive in, we could have seen it there, but that is not a not a good drive in movie. No. Uh not for three hours. Not for three hours. No, no right? Because you're in a car is not comfortable for three hours, even if you're driving, if you're doing no matter what you're doing. Um, uh, really, really liked the first one. Really enjoyed it. I thought those kids were great. Uh, the actors, the one kid from Stranger Things is really good. The um, the smart alecky kid who was on that show with um, Bobby Moynihan. Mm. It was a sitcom for a while where he played the young Bobby Moynihan. It was, it, that kid's really good. I mean, it's a really good uh cast the um the new cast it's all the same characters but this time adults and bill Hader is one of them and um jessica chastain is in there is bill Hader uh, the guy from the stranger things kid when he gets older yeah bill Hader is is uh older stranger things kid okay all right yeah basically you know they do that thing where where they figure when you're a kid and then you're a grown-up yeah. your hairstyle doesn't change right if you have glasses you'll definitely still have glasses but if you don't have glasses you won't have glasses <laughs> as, as an adult yeah whatever the color of your hair is whatever the style is that will unchange sure. that will be unchanged right uh great cast and they did a great job of casting finding people that looked like older versions of all of the all of the kids um i like that jessica chastain i like her She's good, yeah. yeah, and she was really good in this. And she's, you know, mm-hmm. uh, her little naked grandma. Uh, uh, the thing that you see in the previews just is creepy on the big screen. Yeah. Um, there, there's a whole middle section of the film that I feel is longer than it needs to be, and it's it without giving any spoilers. Basically, um, the the adults kind of split up, and they each encounter a different thing pertaining to Pennywise. Okay. That bit is really good, but there's a lot of a lot of like this flashbacky kind of setup of like, oh, here's how they were as a kid and the things that scared them and now here's how they are as an adult and oh no, there's Pennywise and now he's tormenting them the same way he tormented them, you know, them when they were kids. And that part those each individual little vignettes probably could have been half um half as long did they feel consistent with the book i don't know how long it's been for you for uh, i never read the book book. yeah it is one of the books one of the stephen king books i haven't read and i feel like i I want to because um it's so good yeah it it, it seems like it is and it's one of the most you know the stand and it are two of the most uh revered of the stephen king books yeah plus they when you think of stephen king and the moment where you were like that's a name that will we'll never not know ever again. It feels like that yeah, big fat right. book at a Walden's in the mall is, is like the symbol of when things turned to forever right. be in his favor. You know what I mean? Like there was, yeah. all, there was like from then on, you were just like that giant fat tome that just has it written on it is, <laughs> is a sign that he's and it's not an it manual. Yeah. It's a yeah. very good book. It's extremely awesome. And I and, love this. And I, as well, and because though. I haven't read the book, I don't know how close the movie follows the book, but one of the things that really irritates me in movies and in books and stories like this is when 
people are dealing with something that they've never experienced before. This is something, oh, I have no idea what this thing is that we're fighting. But all of a sudden, they know the one way that they have, what the, the, the thing that they have to do to, to, uh, to defeat it. Yeah. Like, oh, we have to do this thing to, to, you know, beat this adversary that we've never met before or experienced or ever seen anything like before. But, but we know that this is the one way to do it. Yeah. That kind of, that kind of stuff bothers me. I mean, they have to have a little bit of explanation of, all right, how did they figure this out? And, and how did all of them know at the same time that this is what they needed to do? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, so. if you had to call, uh, the whole, take the, do you take the whole thing as a five hour thing or do you think that, these are separate and, and can be enjoyed separately. I feel like, like you have to take the whole thing as a five hour, like as a, as a, um, as one unit, like kill bill. I, I think of as one movie, even though it's two movies, right? Mm-hmm. You think of it as a, as a, a really long split feature. Yeah. Um, That's more so than stuff like Raiders of lost Ark or sure. Or star Wars films or anything like that. Those are all little self-contained stories, but kill bill is one long story mm-hmm. that, you know, has a definable split. Um, I agree. Uh, a good time to get it, up and take a pee is all that is. Is that because it's yeah. a great little break? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you gotta take a couple pees during uh, chapter two. Um, but uh, uh, before seeing chapter two, I would have given it uh, just a solid B, maybe even a B plus. Mm-hmm. Um, part two kind of moves it into a B minus, maybe even C plus. Oh, it's too bad for me. Yeah, it's It's okay. It's worth seeing if you really enjoyed the first one because it does, it wraps everything up. So you want that to happen in a movie. But um, I don't feel like you need to run out and see this one in theaters. You can wait till this one comes out on on streaming. Hmm. All right. You've convinced me that I'm going to And Alex Albisu nails it. Bill Hader is excellent in this. He's he's fantastic. Okay. Uh, I mean, I think all the adults uh, in this film, it's really, really good casting. You know, someone does make a cameo as you would expect them to make a cameo. Mm. Yeah. Boy, who who could I be talking about? Gosh, <laughs> I wonder. Does he arrive on the scene in his truck and say, What the heck happened here? What the hell's going on here? <laughs> All right. Well, it's nice to hear that he's got the time to poke into his own film. Yeah. I mean, whatever. We're living, like we were talking about Film Psych right now, or the other day, we're living in this uh, weird Stephen King golden age. Where the stuff is getting true, truly good treatment, even if this was is not the best right. ending or whatever. It's getting it's getting treatment that respects the source material more than the '80s and and '90s films. Yeah. However, for every um, for every good one, there's a pet cemetery, mm. you know. <laughs> and that one got. I actually I don't know what the reviews ended up being for Pet Cemetery. I just remember they weren't good enough to entice me to go see the new Pet Cemetery. Sure. Sure. Uh, Joker's getting good early reviews, by the way. Oh yeah, want to yeah. see that? I'm nervous about it. What's but uh, Ad Astra? Eighty-three percent. All right, Ad Astra is the next one we're seeing in the theater. That's one I feel like we have to see. Yeah, in the your highest rated in theaters currently eighty-eight percent for Hustlers. Ad Astra at eighty-three, uh, eighty for Abominable, Good Boys, and eighty-four for Downton Abbey. It's a it's a good time to see movies. There's nothing. Yeah. There's no bummers in there except for that that Rambo movie's got. Horrific reviews, but wow, twenty seven percent. Yeah, audience score strong, but uh, I don't know. I feel like if that had better critical buzz, it might be doing a little bit better. It's currently a number six or seven. So anyway, well, there you have it. <laughs> We've given you all you need sure. for your Monday morning movie needs. 
I do. I do like looking at the uh, um, the television scores on Rotten Tomatoes too. So we know that all right, Fleabag, critically acclaimed, uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge, that thing that that mm-hmm. won a couple Emmys, doing really well. Sure. Unbelievable up there, ninety seven percent. A very Brady renovation, clocking in at an eighty percent Rotten Tomatoes score. Really. <laughs> Yes. People like that. People really like that, and it's you know it's getting a decent. Oh, that's because it's on tonight. Okay, that's why oh. it's a new TV tonight. Okay, but still, that's a high score for a thing I thought that's would be a really high score. Abject yeah. garbage, but apparently not. All and right. the new uh, American Horror Story, the 1984 American Horror Story, and that might be. I think I said this about the last one when it was getting good reviews, but I might, that might be a return to American horror story for us. A jumping on point, as they say. Yes. I do like the fact you can jump on in any season. And Well, I like this as well. Welcome to the Babel Royale portion of the show starring the one, the only, the great, the wonderful Brian Dunaway. Hello, Brian Dunaway. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, so many superlatives. I know. I feel superlative. You should. <laughs> well, well deserved superlatives. Well me. deserved indeed. Uh, hey, it's fantastic to have you uh, here as it always is for Babel Royale. I hope you had a good weekend. Everything go okay for you? I did have a good weekend. I had a great film sack, hung out with my buddies for a while, yep. and then Sunday I started feeling a little bit better after being sick for about oh, a yeah, week. Oh yeah, you do sound a lot I better. That, yeah. yeah, I forgot that you were. Yeah. Oh, I didn't forget though. <laughs> <laughs> you had a rough one, but you do sound a lot oh, better. That's good. Well done. Oh yeah, I feel much better. May you continue to convalesce as I find out who's on the line for us today. We have a listener calling in. Hi, good morning. Who's this? Uh, this is Dave from... Uh, South Texas. Well, hello, Dave from South Texas. What part? Uh, let's see. What would be? What's in South Texas? Houston's part of South Texas, right? Houston's in South uh, Texas. San Antonio. San Antonio. Uh, sweet. San Antonio. Okay. All right. Go yeah, Spurs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Actually, were they very good last year? I don't remember them being very good. Were they? No, they got pretty far. You guys did uh, all right. Right. Yeah. Well, it's good to have you here. Uh, Thanks for being a part of it. Brian's going to explain how this works, uh, what our topic is, and how you could win. That's right. I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian Dunaway a topic. The two of them are going to go back and forth giving me answers, responses that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, a repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win goes to the other player. Dave, your job is to predict who's going to come out on top based on the topic. Today, you are playing for a pair of CDs courtesy of Dizzy Box 9 and Trend Selva. Hope you still have a CD player because these are worth it. Uh, as well as a copy of Rising Storm 2 Vietnam on uh, Steam. Oh, that's awesome. Of Wesley, I believe. Mm, that's, nice. That's hey, did good. you CDs? Yeah, all right. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> CDs? Nuts. Uh, all right. <laughs> so the uh, topic today <laughs> comes to us from John Brown, if that is your real name. Oh, sent this to me that. last week. Ooh. I'll be John Brown. All right. uh, in honor of Batman Day uh, from last week, mm-hmm. um, he's getting a star, finally getting a star on the Walk of Fame in 2020. You know, the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard There of it. are 18 fictional characters or groups of characters that have stars on the Walk of Fame. Oh. 13 are from movies and five are from TV. How many can you name? Fr- hmm. Give me the, so 
Yeah, so fictional characters or groups of characters hmm. who have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Okay. <laughs> I've never thought of this before. This is going to be really weird. I didn't even know it's that was be, a thing, I mean, to be they're, honest. They're guessable. A lot of them are guessable. I assumed it was fake. Or, sorry, I assumed they were all real people, not fake people. And so this is yeah, news that's to what me. I would yeah. assume, too. Yeah, this is news to me. Um, all right. Actually, I do actually I do remember one. One. I have one. There. Okay. Ooh, all right, good. That was a weird echo. Anyway, all right. Yeah. So, Dave, knowing that that is the topic, who do you want to go first and who do you think is going to win? Hello, Dave. Dave? Oh, yes, sir. Oh, uh, sorry. That's all right. Who do you like? Who do you think? Uh, who should go first and who should win? I'm going to have you go, uh, 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 Scott, to win and uh, Brian to go first. All right. I like those odds. Oh, very Uh, very good. Brian, you're first then. I'm going to, here's what I'm going to do is um, I want to make sure that this goes for a little while. So I will give you each one mulligan. Okay. I appreciate that. Oh. Nice. I might just I might just use my first mulligan just for funsies then. Um <laughs> just to get it out of the way. Right. Just to go ahead and get it out of the way. All right. So it seems like I remember. Oh my god. Okay, so it seems like I remember something a long time ago with Kermit D Frog. Oh man, that was Walk my of first Fame. One. I remember something that, like like it was like in a talk show or something i can't remember go ahead is is that is that correct memory or is that that is or my absolutely correct memory Ooh. kermit the frog does have a star on the hollywood walk of fame damn it. i think you stole scott's <laughs> yeah you oh did, did i really it's totally yeah. my first guess yeah I, it was well, like, actually my first guess was another one but i thought if this one had it then surely the other one must have it so i went for the mm. mulligan oh wow clever wow. idea all um, right scott i'm gonna say Now it feels. Now it's going to seem. Uh, I don't know. Don't say Trump because we don't want to make this political. <laughs> I mean, he is kind of a character. Um, probably Mickey Mouse, if I had to guess. He's on there. Oh, probably. That's probably. a good one. Probably. I didn't think about Mickey Mouse. Yes, Mickey <sighs> Mouse does have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Okay. Oh, that's <laughs> smart. Yeah. That opens up a whole avenue. It probably were a lot more giving at some point in time on the Walk of Fame. Mm-hmm. Now, the actual thing I remember, I, and I don't know if this was just all pretend or what, but I remember Big Bird doing something with the Walk of Fame. But I'm not sure if that's just like childhood lies or if that was <laughs> actually happened. <laughs> Childhood lies. lies. They are lies. Oh, so is that, your, that is lies. your guess is Big Bird? Yeah. Oh, you, okay. You were, I thought you said it wasn't it. Okay, go ahead. Yes, Big Bird. Big Bird does have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Woo! I thought I remembered that correctly. Yep. Uh, let's stay with, let's stay with, uh, uh, All I mean, the Muppets are on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That's my, they're probably, that's my guess. There probably are more Muppets on there. Uh, let's all stay in the animated realm. Probably Bugs Bunny's there, if I had to guess. Oh, that's a good Bugs one. Bugs Bunny, also a very good <sighs> guess and also a correct one. Bugs Bunny does have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Okay. Well, I'm glad you didn't go what I thought you were going to go with, because I'm like, surely, surely if for no other reason than continuity, surely Miss Piggy must be on the Walk of Fame. There's no way Kermie is on there and not Miss Piggy. And, and there's your first mulligan. <laughs> oh, dang, <laughs> was, I mean, there's your only mulligan. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> your first and only mulligan. Um, 
Yeah. Really? Yeah, no no Miss Piggy. No Miss Piggy. Yeah. Now well, that go ahead. A quick reminder. <laughs> it's not just characters, but also groups of characters as well. So so oh, just keep that in mind. Just okay. Mm, in mind. Not unrelated to unrelated to what Brian just said, but I, you know, I feel like we're getting in an area so, where we're really focused on individuals. Okay. Okay, so I feel like you're giving this one to me. Yeah, but so you I'm can't answer it because you already answered one. That was your mulligan. Oh, it's my oh, turn. Okay. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. So the mulligan, you don't get to re-guess then. You have to wait until it's your turn again. Is yes. That what you're I, guess, or yeah, you... I guess we could go either way. Let's say, uh, yeah, let's say that you get you don't get to guess again right away. You have to wait for Scott to you guess. Got yeah. a, a cool down. Okay. Yeah, and okay. the reason you I would give cool you, the reason you have a cool down is because Brian just gave you a huge hint. So you have to sit on that <laughs> cool down. Jerks. All right. Uh, <laughs> sit there and mull it over. Now that you've said groups, you've given me new life here because i wasn't going to be out honestly i was out oh really but okay. now oh. i'm i'm because i didn't know which of these characters it would be but now i'm convinced it's the whole group it's probably the simpsons the simpsons oh. do have a, a oh. score. very good yeah i'm glad you glad you thought of that simpsons as a whole as a, as a group yeah i guess uh, that makes sense because you can't you can't have all of the simpsons on the hollywood walk right. of fame but so are, they're, you know they're all well known right a lot i'm going with the muppets Whew. The Muppets is a very good guess, and yes. <laughs> I was so afraid Scott was going to take that from me. All right. The Muppets as a group do have a, yeah. So, I mean, I, I I didn't know where to go on that because Miss Piggy is a member of the Muppets, but you can't oh. just say Miss Piggy and, and get that. So Good point. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I yes. inferred that from that uh, from Brian's explanation. Yeah, yeah. I, that's that's all the other reason I gave you uh, mulligans to use is that how about right. how about this one? I gotta think. I gotta think. Minnie Mouse is on there. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, but equality, see, right? If yeah. Mickey has one, but yeah. that's what I thought with Miss Piggy, and you saw what happened to me. Yeah, yeah. she's a pig, though. No one likes pigs. Hey, right, everyone likes mice. <laughs> uh, indeed, uh, oh. Miss oh, uh, Minnie Mouse does have a uh, star. Okay. Oh, that's crap. Yeah, Miss Piggy should sign a petition and get all pissed. That's crap. Yeah. <laughs> but it's our crap. All right, what do you got there, right, Dwayne? Right. What do you got? All right. Trying to trying to rack in my brain through, uh, you know, fictional characters that mostly appeared either in prime time. Oh, uh, that's not human, but are fictional characters. And I've kind of... We named all the biggins. The biggins. <laughs> the biggins. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Erg. It's nice having. Uh, a, it's got to be. It's nice having a mulligan. Still, I have to say, I like having one. Yeah. It is nice uh, having a mulligan. That's crap. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with Goofy. Goofy's on the Walk of Fame. We've already did other Disney characters. I mean, yeah, sure, Disney characters. Surely Goofy got his weird self out there on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and put his hand into the cement and messed it up and said Gorsk and something <laughs> bad happened. Surely oh, that's geez. Now, keep in mind, the Hollywood Walk of Fame is not the cement in front of Brown's oh. Chinese Theater, but but it doesn't matter. No, no. What is that? Uh, <laughs> well, it's a different thing. The stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame are those like embedded gold stars oh. with people's names in it, whereas the other... Well, I never had like, a chance to begin with. I was conflating the two. I know. I, I was, know. too. Uh, Goofy might have his hands, his his uh, handprints in the Grauman's Chinese Theater, but he does not have oh. a star ah. on the Hollywood <laughs> Walk of Fame. 
<laughs> you know who I was going to yeah, say? The, I'm, I'm glad you blew it because I don't think I was going to be right then with my follow up, which was going to be Donald Duck, but I don't know. Like it seems Donald like Donald Duck does have a star. Oh, he yeah. does. Dang it. He does. Donald oh, stupid Goofy right. never gets his time. Right. Uh, here, here are all the ones you could have said: Alvin and the Chipmunks. Uh, Donald Duck was your was your uh, follow up there. Godzilla, yeah. the Munchkins. Godzilla. Yeah. Uh, Rugrats, right. Shrek, okay. Snoopy, Snow White, Tinkerbell, Snoopy. Winnie the Pooh, and Woody Woodpecker. Oh, Woody Woodpecker. Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> How'd he get in no, there? No, look, I love Walter Lansing. I love Woody Woodpecker, but I guess he was much bigger in, in a, a did different you, day. Did you say age. Walter Lansing? Did I say Walter Lansing? <laughs> yeah. Walter, Walter Lancer. Walter Lance. Walter Lance. Walter Lance. Yeah, Walter right. Lancer's in my pocket. I do the same thing. <laughs> Lance in my pants. This is fantastic news, though, for our listener who called in because that means he won. So how do you, how do you feel he about wins. being the big winner here? How you feel today? I I feel great, sir. Really oh, great. That's awesome. <laughs> well, here's what you got to do. All the way from South Texas, you got to send an email to Brian Ibb at Coverville at Gmail dot com, and he will send your winnings. Congratulations once again. Absolutely correct. Make sure you send your mailing address because. Uh, that's how you. That's how you do it. Yep, because it's you. some physical prizes here, folks. Uh, well, that's sure. awesome. Well done, Dunaway. I don't. I, that was a hard one. I was kind of out. That was the Donald Duck one. one. I thought I was going to get wrong, so I'm a little surprised that was in there. And I was going to say like, um, I noticed the like Bob's Burgers just hit 10 years, and I thought, wouldn't they? Wouldn't that be oh. a thing you do? But maybe that's something they do now, so they're not going to count. Uh, yeah, but that feels like something Bob's Burgers wouldn't really care about. Like I feel like. Really? You know, I Simpsons think they would. A, you think so? Yeah. I think you'd be totally excited. They'd have to close the burger place down for a whole day. I feel like it'd be a good thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love that show, but you're right. I don't know if they... It, what we're asking is whether the producers would care, I guess. Right. And they exactly, probably yeah. would. Uh, I don't know. Because, I mean, it, is, it isn't just a deal of like, oh, you get awarded this. You have to you have to be approved for it and you have to pay for it. <clears> and you pay, you pay something like $10,000 a year for the upkeep. Is what you're doing? Yeah, oh, people forty thousand dollars is pops in Forty, holy schmick, really? Mm-hmm. Per year, holy yeah. schmicks, yeah. That's ridiculous. That's a, that's a big chunk of change out of somebody's wallet who probably like the Woody Woodpecker <laughs> folks. Sure, I'm sure Walter Lance was really happy about it when it happened, but now the Wal- Walter Lance estate is on the hook for that money <laughs> every, <laughs> every year. Well, does that actually? I have a question about that, but I don't know if we'll ever get an answer to it. But if you are the Walter Lance, uh, you know, family trust or whatever can you yeah. 50 years later go you know this is dumb we don't care for on that thing can you just stop paying and then they'll just take his thing out and he's just not on there anymore i bet i'll bet yeah I'm, i i have a feeling that somebody has had their star removed from the uh from the walk of fame hmm. there's got to be well i'm sure somebody has from from some horrible scandal probably right Oh, probably, yeah. Says here, Pops and Recline says Dustin Hoffman and Julia Roberts declined their nominations. I mean... No, thank you. Yeah, I don't... I don't want to pay 40 grand a year. That's dumb. I agree. That's crazy. Did Kevin Spacey have one? Donald Trump star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame for some reason. Give it some time. Give it some time. So this is kind of like... uh, getting into the who's who book every year it's like oh yay i'm in the book oh yay i gotta pay yeah good. yeah it's a this is kind of a scam in my opinion i don't like it, it kind of is yeah yeah uh bill cosby still has a star michael jackson still has a star yeah they, even though there have been like people saying you know voting to say could we have these removed well in cosby's case um, here's what i do well 
Whatever. It's all bullshit. It's all crap. Asterisk. <laughs> no, it's just all people worship. Like, stop pe- worshiping people, and then maybe they'll stop doing dumb stuff like this. Like, I like yeah, actors yeah. and things and stuff, but really, forty grand a year just to, so you can have your name on there. Like, that's the most. What's the word? Uh, what's it? What? What is it when you're 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 too into yourself? Uh, not, narcissistic. Not narcissism. It's the well, maybe maybe that's it. It's just really narcissistic. It's lame. Lame. Yeah, it is. Vain. There you go. Vanity. Thank you, Sidian. Oh. It is. Wow. People have actually uh, wielded pickaxes and, and reduced stars to rubble for uh, people yeah. that they disagree with. Oh, yeah. No, they recently had to fix the Trump one like twice. The Trump yeah. one keeps getting all beat up. So yeah. somebody gets all mad and pounds, pounds they the can, Trump they one. Can redo it in gold. Do it Just again. something that can't be broken. Do it again. Do it again. Right. I have some of the best stars. <laughs> Um, I was going to say something about something. Oh, this reminds me, Brian. So tell me if this all sounds familiar to you. It's almost like all the years that they would give you awards for a certain thing, you were like, oh, cool, I got an award. And I could actually <laughs> physically take it, and that's cool. Thanks for this reward and, or uh, award that you gave me. And then at some point they said, hey, uh, you won, but you have to pay for that award. And then I said, F you, we're not doing that anymore. How about yeah, that? Yeah. I remember that. That was yeah, a thing. Huh. Huh. Yeah. What are, has something like that ever happened? Huh? Hmm. Weird. Is that ever a labor of love? <laughs> yeah. Not not this year. Not this year, he'd say. All right. Yeah. Dunaway, uh, as always, a pleasure. Today, oh, hi, Scott. Today at 3.30, we're going to do the Boop Show, which I'm very excited about uh, <laughs> because we had a lot to talk about. I got some major indie vibes happening with my new Switch Lite. Oh. Yeah. Talk about I do too. Did you pick up the Untitled Goose Game? No, I'm I'm like the one person on the planet who didn't grab it yet. Um, I I don't know why Loser. I've resisted. It's not even <laughs> expensive. It's like a fifteen dollar game. It's like no big deal. I don't know why I haven't picked it up, but I haven't. Please tell me this is based on the Top Gun character. No, no it's, it's an it actual goose. It's based on the goose. It's more. It's more based huh? on. It's based on Mendoza, basically. Like everything I used to hate about that <laughs> oh, goose nice. is in this game. Yeah, um, nice. you play a goose and you just ruin everybody's lives and it's kind of taken everything by storm it's memey as hell I just need to play mm-hmm. it I feel like you know part of this is it took off so so virally that it annoyed me how viral it was and I didn't grab it oh I know huh. that's a little bit of a snotty position to take and I don't know why I took it no but, that can be a turnoff though like if there's an overabundance of buzz about something it's right. in our nature to say oh I don't want you know yeah it's too, too um, I'm too cool for that. I can't kind play of, that. Any kind of it is, yeah. Right? Well, like, I, I don't want to. I don't want to just follow so the herd vain. and be like everybody else. Yeah, exactly. I, well, think, I think the song is about me. <laughs> <laughs> I really do think this song is about you. Anyway, we'll we'll see. I don't know. I may still pick it up, but we're going to talk about all that kind of stuff and more today on the Boop Show at 3:30 Mountain Time, right here at Frogpants.tv, and of course on the podcast. If you're looking for details, go to Frogpants.com/boop. That's boop. Uh, Brian Dunaway, the Brian Dunaway on Twitter. Take it easy. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Bye now. See you, Brian. Oh, he left so quickly. I couldn't review, m- remove him. Review, rem- remove him. Wow. Wow. I can't speak like English. A fart in the wind. Like a fart in the wind. All right, we're going to do a story today in the news. And here it is. This is your radio newscaster with another exclusive sensational summary of world and local events. It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by. Brought to you by America's Next Top Podcaster. This morning, we put up the first judging and elimination episode of the season. Find out who went home in the very first 
uh, judging and elimination episode. We had the first, you know, episode last week where we got sure. to know all the contestants. Sure. Gave them a challenge to create an uh, a, a introduction podcast. How did they do? Well, somebody somebody went home. Find out who it is. America's Next Top Podcaster dot com. Yeah, it was a rough one. The, the getting the, the sending somebody home thing just never gets easy. Always is, and yeah. we have one today, and it, it never gets easier. Nope. I'm looking forward to it though. I enjoyed last week. Maybe yeah. it's because jury wasn't there. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> Just kidding. I look forward to it. All yeah, right. We're going to do this Jenny one. Jenny might not be there today. Oh, right. She had a possible thing. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. These judges. Come on. <laughs> I know. I know. Come on. I gave you guys, I told you guys months in advance. <laughs> <laughs> now suddenly you have things coming up. I see how it is. Right. Exactly. All right. Quick story because it's Vegas related because we talk about Vegas a lot. So why not? A nine-year-old boy took his mom's car for a drive around Las Vegas, according to police. Uh, don't don't do this. This is not good for a nine-year-old. I've been dri- I've driven around Vegas. Don't let a nine-year-old do this. <laughs> right. I don't even want to drive around Vegas as an adult. <laughs> right. This is all true. But Las Vegas authorities on Sunday stopped a nine-year-old boy who they said took his mom's car for a spin while she was in the shower. Police received a call around 8:45 a.m. from a uh, bystander who claimed to have spotted the boy driving in a northern Las Vegas suburb. That's not so bad. It's not like they're on the strip or something. Uh, The witness, Mark Calabagon, Cabagon, Cabagon, said he saw the vehicle swerving in and out of traffic and tried to alert other drivers. I really thought it was a drunk driver, he says. (laughs) I think you took that guy's wallet. I think I found a Uh, (laughs) Caliban told the Las Vegas 5 channel, he says, that's why I was so cautious. Uh, Police pulled over the vehicle near Craig Road and North Decatur. Hey, you have a Decatur as well. Don't you? We do, yeah. We have a Decatur. We well, Decatur's a fairly common name, I we think. We don't have one of those here. I wish we did because everyone has a Decatur oh, and we a, don't. No. It's a weird thing to, to want, but sure. <laughs> it's a weird thing okay. to pine after. Yeah. It's a little odd. I agree. <laughs> um, but we have a place called Hurricane, which is spelled like hurricane, but we refuse to call it a hurricane, so we call it Hurricane. Right. That's cool. Right. That's a thing we have. Anyway. Roughly six miles from where the boy lived, by the way, so that's about as far as he got. Police said no one was hurt, and the youngster was released to his mother. No citations were issued. It was unclear whether the boy would be grounded or not, says Metro Police. <laughs> really? Oh. I love it. <laughs> we'll get back to <laughs> with more on that story. I mean, a nine-year-old, um, so I'm trying to think when I was nine, if I'd have had the guts to do anything remotely like this. I don't think I, I, don't think I would have. Yeah. So I'm looking at, at where this is, uh, Craig and Decatur, and it's... It's very northwest. It's north of the North Las Vegas Airport. Not McCarran, but the North Las, Las Vegas Airport. Um, so it's, uh, you know, basically it's just a little bit west of when you drive in on the 15, um, when you first start getting into town. Oh, that's where. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, a, where, that's a hoity-toity neighborhood over there. It's fancy. Uh, it might be. I don't know. I think it's fancy. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Is it? Yeah. Well, north in general is nicer than South Vegas. Like, North Vegas is like the nice. There are a few swimming pools around this area. However, uh, there's a wall on this this, uh, uh, intersection. We've got a Chevron, a Craig Discount Mall, Mm. a Walgreens, uh, the Papa Murphy's Take and Bake Pizza. Great. (laughs) Yeah. It's not, you know, and I, I don't see a lot of swimming pools All right. in backyards. Maybe not the, great then. In the, uh, the upper view. Well, they, uh, they got there's, they a, got there's a swimming pool here that looks like it's got testicles. 
I'm gonna send you. I wonder if I wait, can wait, wait. Swimming pool with you. testicles floating in it, or it's the shape of testicles. The shape of testicles. Tell me if this works. Can I send you that link? Does it take you to the, uh, or does it just show you the inner? Oh, it just shows you the intersection where the. So my favorite Del Toro oh. movie was The Shape of Testicles. By the way, I really enjoyed that. It <laughs> was really good. Yeah, it's yeah. great. They deserve to win Best Picture that year. So did that that centered you on the Walgreens, right? That link oh, I just let gave me, you. Let me look. Sorry, I didn't see that it was there yet. Uh. Yes, it did. Yeah, it's it just two a, blocks east and east and half a block south, and you'll see oh, a pool yeah. with testicles. Yeah, it, oh my gosh, that that pool is uh, violating that house. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it. <laughs> it totally yeah. is. No kidding. I can't tell. Just the tip of that pool. Yeah, just the, the tip. <laughs> just the tip. Are these all just the rattiest backyards, or is it just me? Or is it because it's the desert? That's probably why. It might, yeah, I think it's because of the desert, but also this might have been, you know, wintertime. Well, I guess then you don't really get stuff dying like this seasonally. If it's dead, it stays dead. Wintertime. Oh, yeah, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the, oh, okay, now I found the actual Vegas. The, yeah. The part, I, the part I consider mm -hmm. Vegas. <laughs> Sure. All this other stuff is horse crap. Nobody, nobody thinks that this is Vegas. That's right. All right. Uh, well, there you go. There's that. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Steven Schleicher will be with us. Uh, was not here last week, so excited to have him back. We're going to talk a little about Spider-Man and how we totally called it. So we'll get to that in a minute. Yes. Also, we're going to talk a little bit about New York Comic Con, which is coming up this week, and other stuff. So stick around for that. We've also got a great email at the end of the show, as well as a Monday mashup. And a reminder that if you like all this stuff we've been throwing at you today, you can support us at patreon.com slash TMS. That's patreon.com slash TMS. Be like the cool kids and support your favorite morning show. All right, Brian, it's time for you to tell me what song we're playing. Scott, it is time for us to listen to the KVB. Not the KBG, but the KVB. <laughs> this one less hassle to listen to than KGB. <laughs> uh, this is a band called the KVB. Uh, they're not they're not Russian. They're North American. Uh, where are they specifically? <laughs> Looks like they are from as I was like, uh, let's see, San Diego, maybe. Sure. That's funny. Usually I like seeing where these guys are from. And, and this one, they don't really talk about it. Um, it's originally a project uh, started by uh, a guy named Nicholas Wood. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a multi-instrumentalist, singer, and songwriter. Started this thing as a solo project. They did a bunch of like limited cassettes and vinyl releases. Um, but now uh, they've got a bunch of uh, new new songs. Cat Day has joined. Uh, she's a vocalist and keyboardist as well, as well as a visual artist. And they released their debut album a few years ago, back in 2012. This is the brand new album called Submersion. It's just coming out at the end of this week. Here's the song, Into Life.
Hey guys, talking about Vistro again. Vistro, V-E-E-S-T-R-O. The whole episode is brought to you by them. Vistro is a nationwide 100% plant-based meal delivery service. In fact, Vistro is the number one plant-based meal delivery service in America. No prep work, chopping, or cleaning involved. All Vistro meals can be heated and served. So you can enjoy a hot, healthy, and delicious meal whenever you're hungry. Mm, making me hungry thinking about it right now. Vistro meals have no added preservatives, no organic ingredients. Sorry, using only organic ingredients, not non-organic. And fresh frozen for maximum taste and nutrition. They keep in your freezer for up to 10 weeks. If you're like me, that's a good thing. We all know that a plant-based diet is better for your health and the environment, but changing the way you eat can be intimidating. Many people don't know where to start. Bistro makes it easy because the foods are delicious. The chef is one of the best in the business with over 30 years of experience crafting plant-based meals. And since Bistro only serves plant-based meals, well, they really, really are good at it. We're talking healthy, hearty, and satisfying meals like country fried chicken, Tuscan uh, calzones, enchilada casserole, red curry, lots, lots more. Uh, speaking of the enchilada casserole, not even a thing I would normally go, oh, I'm in the mood for a casserole. So good in this case. I'm not kidding. I really liked it, and I think you will as well. It's really fantastic. And, uh, you know, you could do... Listen, I'm a, I'm normally a meat guy. I don't want to freak anybody out, but normally I like the meats. And this was a case where I was happy to not have the meats. I didn't miss it. Uh, whether you're already vegan or vegetarian or just looking for more plant-based meals in your diet, whatever you are, Vistro is a convenient and delicious solution, especially if you're busy and don't always have time or energy or the inspiration to cook. That's me to a nutshell. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. Vistro offers you all of that. Covers you for 50 meal options. You can customize your meal plan around your tastes, including meal plans for weight loss. Vistro offers free shipping on all orders. And right now, our listeners can save 30% off Vistro meal, uh, your first one, your meal purchase from Vistro by using our code TMS. That's right. Visit Vistro, V-E-E-S-T-R-O.com and use the code TMS to save 30% off. No commitment, pause or cancel any time. But you can only save 30% with our code TMS. Do it today. No one plans on having an accident. Least of all, this pretty little thing. Found a lemon in the ocean and ate it. (laughs) The Morning Stream. Shut up, baby. I know it. Right, we're back. Okay, I had it backwards. North Vegas depends on the part of North Vegas you're in, but I guess it's it's not the nice end. There's a part of Vegas that's like super hoity-toity high end. Yeah, I think that's west. Is that like west Vegas? West you go close close to like Red Rock and stuff like that. Okay. I think is, okay. Yeah. I think now now that now it's all coming to me. North is actually the really rough. It can be the rough end of Vegas, but whatever. It'll all yeah. get gentrified eventually, and no one can afford to live there. It's fine. Right, exactly. Yes. You ever, you ever seen, you ever seen how cities work? That's how they work. You ever seen how cities work? (laughs) You ever seen Peeper? Oh my gosh, there's so much water world reference lately. It's come up in shows. It's come up in personal conversations out of nowhere. It came up again this week because a fan of some of the shows on the network is a game developer, and they just made a game called Flotsam that's on Steam. That's basically build your own water world shanty town. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. It's huh. like the world got covered in water, and all you're left with is all the detritus and shit that's in the water, and you got to like group it all up and build, you know, build. It's like a city builder, but it's like build a yeah a thriving water world colony like an like on an atoll or something like that yeah atoll. like there's a big floaty uh -huh. middle bit and then you got a lot of yeah. uh, rickety bridges out to the other floaty bits and it's pretty rad it's called flotsam that's it's really very cool. cool yeah I've, 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 I've played a tiny bit and i plan to stream some but if he's listening that thing is rad it's like made for me i love it anyway uh nice. oh amish overlord are you in vegas how many we, we have we have more people that live in vegas than they tell us they don't always tell us it's not yeah. just, it's not all Tony, you know? There's more than just Tony. It's, it's more than just Tony and the same-sex Mary uh, couple. I think I had uh, uh, Amish Overlord and I had oxtail soup after midnight at the Californian a couple of years ago. Because um, that's the thing you do. You yeah. go and you have oxtail soup really late at night. Yep. That's how you get the oxtail runs later. <laughs> exactly. Oh, this sounds so good, though. Yeah, oxtail so soup is, it is really good. I'd have some now if it was here. Yeah. Uh, does Mitsula? Okay, Mitsula. Uh, he always surprises me with the references he says on Twitter. I didn't think he listened uh -huh. to this show, uh, uh -huh. you know, regularly. But I think he might because he brings up stuff weirdly. So this is the yeah. Little, I think he does. Yeah. Here's here's a little test. Uh, Mitsula, what's your favorite cigar? Now later on Twitter, if he's heard the episode, he will he will say something to you and I. <laughs> tag me and Brian in it so we know you listen to the show. Right, on Twitter or something. Yeah. I'm going to say it's a Swisher Sweet. Ooh, a Swisher Sweet. Because <laughs> no, I know it's not. I know that's like, those are cheap cigars. Macanudos and Swisher Sweets. No, it's I'm sure it's like some, you know, some $50 cigar that he gets at that uh, place on uh, Spring Mountain. <laughs> Is it still the Cubans? People like the Cubans? Is that a thing? Yeah, people like the Cubans. Still, yeah. still the best... Uh, Still the best kind of cigars you can get, I hear, are, still, are Cubans. Still a threat. All right. The Mark, the Mark Cubans. Nice. <laughs> Very rich cigars. <laughs> Very rich cigars, yes. Um, a little all right. plastic surgery on them, too. <laughs> I'm going, yeah, a little bit. Just a little. A little bit. I'm going to add Steven to this discussion. Yay. Whoops. He goes oh, by. I got to remember to talk to Steven outside of the show about something ANTP related. Oh, mm. really? That's yeah. great to hear. I, I yes. I'd love him to be on that or part of that in some in some way. Yes. All right. Well, here's his theme. Steven. All the way from Hayes, Kansas, the one, the only, the pop culture icon himself, Stephen Schleicher. Hello and welcome. Well, hello, Scott. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. Good morning. We missed you last week. How'd it go for you? Yeah, you know. It, Meetings are stupid. Yeah, meetings are stupid. <laughs> this is true. I agree. They make you stupid. Yeah. And they waste time. They waste if, time. If, Everyone's if stupid. If your agenda, yeah. if the agenda for your meeting outlines everything that you're going to talk about in detail and could be sent in an email, yeah. there's yeah. no need for a meeting. I and, agree. Right. It, the, that that would accomplish the meeting. Yes. Yes, yeah. for sure. These are a waste I, of time. Could, mm -hmm. could not agree more. I don't like meetings and I don't want to have any more of them. That being said, I have like three today, so I'll just deal with it. <laughs> uh, Steven, it's good to have you back, though, and it comes uh, at, a, at an opportune moment because, as I feel, I believe we all sort of predicted here, Disney and and Sony were gonna. We all believe that they would work a deal out for the Spider-Man MCU thing. That this wasn't dead. Mm -hmm. That this wasn't gonna. Even though people were kind of saying it was and everything, it just felt to me and others that there's no way they're not gonna find a way to 
do this. They're going to meet in the middle. They're going to find a way. If there's one thing that Disney has taught us by stealing, or sorry, licensing public domain IPs and claiming them as their own, (laughs) is that if you clap your hands and you believe, anything can happen. Yeah, that's right. That's the Disney way. It's really, truly the most wonderful place on earth. And so, yeah. When this thing first got announced, there was such a such a fever or fervor for it or for uh such excitement over it and it's exciting news but it's got to be tempered with the fact that they're just agreeing on doing one more movie and then that's it it's you know it's not like well and then they can renegotiate right they can renegotiate after that and sony's crazy if they don't because that's just money in their pocket to have marvel's involvement that's true um quality comparisons to venom versus uh homecoming and far from home this uh, this i'm gonna i'm gonna play something just for tone so here you go Let's skip ahead. Anyway, it's the old 60s Spider-Man jazz theme. It's hard to tell. Oh, that. is that what that is? Yeah, wow. It's kind of hard to tell. Maybe this one's better. So, Hold on. Hold on. Keep in mind yeah. that uh, Andrew Allen did one. Yeah. Oh, why don't I have that? Jazz. I should have why don't that. you have that? I don't know why I don't have that. You better have that. I have those on... You know what? I never burned those, or I never ripped them. I have, I have those the discs. On CD. Yeah, I have the you discs. Never, you never ripped them. <laughs> I never ripped them, but I have the discs. But yeah, like uh, uh, that that one. By the way, the Michael Bublé one is made yeah. cooler because it's Junkie XL did the remix on it and the mastering on it. Oh, nice. That guy did the entire soundtrack for the one, the only Mad Max Fury Road. Anyway, <laughs> two mentions in one episode. <laughs> We're going. It's like 2015 all up in here. Um, anyway, so, so Stephen, so, here's, here's what, so give us the details. Yeah, well, how did this all work well, out? Here's what do the we got? terms. Well, I'll get into the rumor part in just a minute. But here's the terms of the deal. Okay. Uh, Disney gets now 25 percent of the of the gross from the next uh, Spider-Man solo film in return to some help. Although Amy Pascal is continuing to produce just like she did for the previous uh, two films. In return. Uh, Disney slash Marvel is now putting in about 25% of the budget under the terms of the original uh, coming to the table, do what we're telling you to do. Disney uh, speak. It was anywhere from 30 to 70% Mm -hmm. was going to go to Disney. Uh, Disney slash Marvel studios still maintains merchandising rights, meaning they get to sell all the toys and make all the money from the toys. And then um, Tom Holland or Spider-Man can be used um, in one Marvel studios film. And then, of course, the Spider-Man in the Spider-Man franchise that Sony is doing. So that's the current terms of the agreement. Okay, so wait, does that mean if they do it, they do an MCU movie uh, at Disney Marvel, and one of those can have him be in there? Oh, interesting. Yeah, and then Sony gets to do their own Spider-Man stuff because here's the thing that people, and this is where the crazy rumor mill starts coming in. People don't realize that essentially when Marvel was going bankrupt, Mm -hmm. they bought Spider-Man. Sony bought Spider-Man in perpetuity and have the rights to do Spider-Man and all the associated properties in perpetuity as long as they were maintaining production on Spider-Man films. The hot rumor on why this suddenly came about is that someone, not going to mention any names, thought that it was the other way around. They thought Marvel Studios slash Disney was licensing Spider-Man to Sony and thought that they had the upper hand in the deal and they didn't understand the contract correctly. Whoa. So that is what happened before D23 a couple of about a month ago. And uh, so apparently Kevin Feige had to come in and renegotiate and sit down with everybody and say, okay, now that everyone understands what the real contract is like, 
let's see what deal we can work out. Disney got 25% and 25-25 uh, is essentially what they get mm. in this deal, which is not what was originally bandied around, again, 50%, 30%, 70%, anywhere in that. But it's uh, Disney's getting a little bit less than what they had hoped for. That's a weird rumor uh, because I feel like I knew that the contract said that Sony owned it in perpetuity and it would be more like licensing it back to Marvel for use. Why, why, did they, why yes, would anyone I, internally be confused about that? That's so weird to me. Let me put this into perspective for you. Way back in the 80s, when Marvel was going through their big bankruptcy, mm -hmm. and again, I don't have all the details on this, and I couldn't find the book that kind of chronicled this event, but Marvel was up for sale, and there was a bit of a bidding war going on, and Revlon ended up buying Marvel in like 88, I want to say 88, 90, somewhere around there. And Revlon, uh, run by Ronald Perlman, not to be confused with Ron Perlman. <laughs> Thank goodness. And not to yeah. be confused with like Perlmutter, who was over at, uh, what is he? He was at Toy Biz or whatever, I think at the time. Um, or maybe he was also at Revlon. But when the deal was signed for Revlon to buy Marvel, and they told the executive in charge, he's like, yes, we've got Superman. <laughs> really great yeah oh, so all the time they thought that they were trying to buy dc when in reality they were buying marvel then of course the upshot of that is ronald perlman was like hey if all these people are buying these comic books as collectors why don't we just start gradually increasing the price until uh, the market uh, figures out where that balance is and we've kind of been in a downward spiral for comic sales ever since is, is Re are we talking about the revlon revlon like the yes. makeup people really yes that's weird hmm. Isn't that weird? That's really weird. That's, That's so extremely weird. weird. And then it so was only like 90. I know it's Maybelline, but you know, I just keep thinking maybe you're born with it. Maybe it's Revlon. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I know, at the time, I know that's Maybelline. Yeah. At the, at the time, Ronald Perlman was uh, just buying up stuff and trying to find ways of making money on it. And of course he did help turn around. He essentially bankrupted Marvel is what happened. Uh, and was able to sell it off to the lowest bidder, pennies on the dollar. Mm. Um, and then that's when Ike Perl Perlmutter came in and uh, took over and started, you know, turning turning the ship around. But if you're wondering how can someone at Marvel slash Disney, who apparently from rumors is the reason why Feige is doing his own thing now and not under certain people, mm -hmm. if that person can't understand how a contract is written today, you just look at what happened before. It's, it's what goes around comes around. So this isn't. Now that some of this stuff might be coming to light, and again, this is all rumor at this point. Right. But if that's really what happened, it doesn't surprise me. Hmm. I mean, uh, I want to be conspiratorial and say that Perlman and Perlmutter are very close to the. They both had Pearl in the name. <laughs> yeah, and that Ron Perlman, <laughs> the actor Ron Perlman, played Hellboy in a competing uh, uh, freaking Dark Horse. Uh, product. Yeah, and had to wear a lot of makeup. Yeah, it could have been Revlon. Yeah, what's this about? <laughs> <laughs> big makeup once again taking over the big entertainment <laughs> yeah. anyway uh well that's interesting i want to see what this actually means in terms of what do we get at the box office and when oh um, hey we're getting a new spider-man coming out in july of 2021 so there you go all right well there's that and we know it's tom holland and we know it can have uh connectivity to the the fabric that is the mcu, to the MCU. and that's what everybody and wanted so i guess that's good totally is I'm just curious how they, because then, then basically everything kind of shifts back to Sony for all of the like Morbius and this new Madam Web thing that got announced and probably a Venom sequel and all that sort of thing. And so we have to have some way of explaining why now with all this other stuff going around, there's no Avengers helping out and any, you know, any other, uh, yeah, I was trying to, I was trying to find this list on Friday when they announced that Spider-Man was back. Um, 
somewhere on Twitter or somewhere, Sony kind of laid out exactly what their next bunch of movies are, including Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man uh, Homecoming 3, all the stuff that you kind of mentioned, and a bunch more stuff, Morbius. Uh, so, you know, it does look like Sony kind of knows what they're doing. And if they can continue to feed Disney just a little bit of money, a little bit of profit to get some of Marvel's help in making sure storylines are structured correctly, et cetera, until they kind of figure this out on their own, seems like right now is a pretty good deal. Although in 2021, we're going to yeah. be right back at this table again. So Yeah. So Jared, I didn't yeah, know I Jared so. Leto was going to be Morbius. What the hell's that about? Mm-hmm. Was that good? Mm-hmm. What do you, I mean, Brian, you're a fan. You like that? I mean, of weird. Morbius. I like anyway. Morbius. I don't know. I mean, I, I, it's, it feels, uh, feels really close to his Joker uh, right. <laughs> makeup, right? Like, you yeah. know, still pale white makeup and mm-hmm. kind of blacked out eyes. I mean, it's a uh, Morbius is what a vampire mm. um, living vampire. Basically. Yeah. Not undead. Yeah. Basically he has a blood disease, not, uh, right. not, not true vampirism is my understanding. Right. Well, that, isn't yeah. that what's the difference between that and blade? Cause blades kind of like that, or he's half human. Blade half. is a half, half human, half vampire. That's what it is. And blades so get gets made. To be a day Walker. Blade, blade is I'm... like a Star Trek vampire. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas you know, got one parent who's a human and the other parent who's something else, and uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I, it'll be interesting. I, we'll, we'll of course talk about it on here as it comes along, but uh, everyone can just assuage your fears slightly that they're gonna jack up Spider Man, it's it's coming, yeah, it's too big, too yeah. much money to We're be made. Get another disco Peter Parker, disco so, evil Peter Parker. Oh, lord, someone in the chat is laughing at the fact that's that Sony is considering doing a Morbius a movie and says, See that in the dollar bin next to the Blade trilogy. <laughs> Keep in mind, the only reason why we have Marvel Studios today and the why the MCU is the success it is today is because of Blade. Oh, yeah, no, Blade, not, look, not because not because of Iron Man, yeah, but because right. of the success right. of Blade, where people are like, Oh, you could make some not cheesy, you know, cheesy mm-hmm. uh, superhero less movies. Cheesy. Less, less cheesy. cheesy, yeah. And uh, that's that's kind of where it all started, is Blade. Also, Ethereal Vision Studios, who said that in the chat room, can can go smoke a, a turd. Because, and I don't mean that literally. You're a nice guy, I'm sure. <laughs> but what I mean is, that's how you can you... That's what you use those Next to the Blade trilogy in the dollar bin. The Blade trilogy is awesome. At least one and two are really good. Three's kind of weird. But. It's good. But you can find those movies in the dollar bin. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, so they're good, though. Like, they're good. They are good. Yeah, they're good. I like them. Uh, well, well, the Blade TV series was totally not But you can find anything from the 90s in the bin. Like, it's all in sure. the bin. So Blade, I mean, who's buying DVDs? People like yeah. that third one. I'm not a fan of that third one. That third one's not great. But that first and second. Second one was a Del Toro joint, and he. that's when I was really introduced to that guy. I felt like I'd really never seen his stuff before. I guess uh, I don't remember when right. Mimic came out. Mimic was either before or after that, but but it was when I you know tied my hitch to his wagon, and it was that was a really cool movie. We did that for Film Sack, and I still had fun. I thought the first one was just downright groundbreaking and amazing. Yeah, it, we've only done Blade Two for Film Sack, so we need to we need to watch the first or the third one for uh, for Film Sack as well at some point. Yeah. Icor says all DVDs are in the dollar bin. He's kind of right. <laughs> kind of right, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If you're talking DVDs, if you're doing like a 4K master cut redo, but then it's not in the dollar bin, okay? But so, the Shawshank Redemption DVD is on its own. The the Blade uh, DVD that's a dollar is all three Blade movies and probably the, the TV series as yes. well. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> or combine with something that they thought was a cool thing that like year. Daredevil yeah. and Electra or something. Yeah. <laughs> Five pack for a dollar. That stuff's pretty cheesy. Yeah. Um, all right. Also, uh, big comic book convention this weekend. New York City Comic Con back. I feel like we just talked about last year's. That's so weird to me. But do they 
they get to use the Comic-Con name? So this is an official Comic-Con? No, this is not. So okay. one is hyphen, one is without hyphen. Oh. <laughs> if you go and look at the official New York, uh, yeah, it, that's what it boils down to is hyphen sure. minus hyphen. Sure. And <laughs> whether there is any kind of brand confusion between NYCC and SDCC, which is the San Diego Comic-Con, and where uh, Salt Lake City got in trouble is SLCC, which mm-hmm. is, you know, so close to SDCC that we need right. to go and sue you. And that's where the whole hyphen, no hyphen uh, bit got into trouble. Kind of like superheroes. Did you know superheroes is, is trademarked no. uh, by Marvel really? and DC? It's one of the few few words that Marvel and DC actually work together in trademarking. And I forget which one. There's, um, there's two different ways that you could, you could uh, uh, do superheroes. One with a hyphen and one without a hyphen. And one of them sure. DC and Marvel went together on to that's... try and trademark uh, years ago. So Wow. That's funny. So I was probably... I, I feel like marvel gets the superheroes that's all one word with no hyphen probably yeah i think i've seen that on on labels of like you know marvel superheroes all is one mm-hmm. word that's yeah a, and one is one is um one is the superhero is one word the other is superhero is two words others sure. are superheroes a hyphen word hyphen. there's a whole history on the trademark of of the word superhero. super dot heroes hashtag <laughs> superheroes mm-hmm. hashtag blessed <laughs> I said that. Anyway, but this is a yeah, super blessed. There you go. Uh TM. Anyway, this is a big deal. This is a particularly big con for the year. Anything in uh yeah, anything is, coming it's out kind of that? Of the last, it's kind of the last big convention of the year. And when I talk big, I mean there's the in two weeks, there's the Baltimore uh Comic-Con. That um I, I want to say I haven't looked at and to see what attendance has been the last couple of years, but when the Harvey Awards left Baltimore to go to New York, um some of the uh, shine kind of uh, rubbed off the Baltimore con because that if you're going to go win an award for the Harvey awards or, you know, any of the other awards that they're giving, you would want to go to Baltimore so you could accept the award. Now that that has moved out of ba- uh, Baltimore, then uh, I think that one is not as big as it was, but there are still comic cons going on uh, all over the place. Uh, in fact, every weekend between now and the end of the year, there is a comic con, but New York comic con is, is the biggest. I was looking to see if there was one in, uh, Salt Lake City before the end of the year. I'm still scrolling through the October ones. Well, we just uh, did one. We just did uh, our Fan X thing, which was uh, okay. Um, I think is the big replacement for the name. Uh, okay. Now, because we used to, it used to be two things a year. We had Salt Lake City Comic Con, and then six months later we'd have Fan X. And I think they mm-hmm. when they when they lost the suit, I think they just said, "Well, let's just call it Fan X." And that's I think that's what's the deal now. I could be yeah. wrong, but so this this convention, you'll see the last of the big push for anything coming out in the spring. All the big spring announcement stuffs will come uh, this weekend. Uh, some of it's already coming out. You can find some of it up on majorspoilers.com. A lot of these smaller publishers uh, have realized, and when I say smaller publishers, I'm, I'm really referring to everyone not Marvel and not DC. Uh, they're the ones that have gotten really smart over the last couple of years, saying, "Hey, here's all the news that we're going to talk about at our events." at the convention so if you want to come and hear about the latest graphic novel that we have or the next big event we're letting you know ahead of time as opposed to trying to fight for that news cycle when the show is going on and you have someone announcing hey not only do we have spider-man for the next five years we've also got the hulk coming in too or something crazy like that yeah Uh, so you know there's all sorts of things that could happen at this show i haven't heard any rumblings of any major major ground shaking announcements uh, most of it, though, is going to be comic book news um, for the future. I'm maybe cool some, that. maybe some uh, stuff about the new CW crisis events that have uh, been announced. Uh, 
there's been speculation who else would come on to the big uh, crisis in the CW universe show this uh, this fall. And the latest was, if you remember that Birds of Prey TV series that I think only made it to one or two episodes. Uh, they're bringing the the Black Canary character from that TV show into this crisis uh, event. And uh, it makes me wonder, and I, I speculated this last week on the Major Spoilers podcast. Do you think that they will try to bring any of the DC Cinematic Universe into this? And my uh, my thinking is it'd probably be very easy for them to get uh, Shazam to make a hot appearance in in the show. Oh yeah, he just do so it. they could say, yeah. "Hey, we're all connected." Yeah, he'd do yeah. it. He'd do it. He'd, he's a seemed like it'd be an easy one, and he's a TV guy. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Is, you know, big breaking came from there. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this: when the when the Harveys moved from Baltimore to New York, did mm-hmm. Richard Belzer go with them as Sergeant John Munch? <laughs> hey, that's a deep cut. You guys have to like that one. Deep cut yes, on the Richard one, Belzer reference. That's pretty strong. <laughs> all right i try not to revel too much into my bad jokes but that's a good one what the, heck was, what the heck was that show it was uh originally life on the uh uh homicide, homicide life, life, life on the street that's what it was yeah yeah that was which a is great show. that's where david simon ended up branching out and going off to do the the um the wire which is also baltimore based yeah homicide life mm-hmm. on the streets that's what it was so he left that and joined uh the same character john munch joined the cast of uh, Special Victims Unit, Law and & Order, and is still right, there yeah, playing that character. So that's mm-hmm. the big joke is he left Baltimore to go to New York. And so there's my joke, see? From the Baltimore to... Anyway, I don't have to explain it anymore. It was just really good. Either yeah. you get it and you Here's laugh. A golf, you I'm laugh. doing a golf clap. Golf clap. Thank golf you. Clap. Golf clap. <laughs> I laugh, Scott. So that's, you know it has to be. You good. did laugh. I, I appreciate it. Uh, anyway, more of this sort of stuff can be found at large over at uh, Majorspoilers.com and on their podcast, of course, over there and all sorts of other stuff, including their Twitter account at Major Spoilers. Steven, is there anything else you'd like people to keep their eyes on? I know. Just check out the site. we got a lot of cool stuff coming out uh, this week and into the future. Oh, the future. And stay. And we have to stay what? We always yep. have to stay something. What is it? Stay. What is oh, it? stay hydrated. Okay, yeah, you want to- all right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Zap. Zap. Got wow. Him. It's almost like a. It's like a safe word. <laughs> yep. He didn't see it coming. That Gets we know. him out of it. All right. Uh, mashup. It's Monday. We're doing a Monday mashup. Yeah. want to thank uh, good pal uh, Jamie, a.k.a. TMS Mashups, over there for making this. He's the best. Yep. He has a Patreon for this, if you guys want to check it out, over at patreon.com slash TMS Mashups. Here it is. It's called Deep Fried Cocking, po- cocking Poops. Let me try that again. Deep Fried Cocking Poops. I don't know what this is, so I don't either. Enjoy. Yeah. Blah. Blah. I can't go there. <laughs> Where do you keep the horse? Put him on me. Give her by the knickers, and you would pay affordable prices. Well, they look good and they smell good. Put it in your mouth and see how it tastes. So- Sony shit. Yeah, you know that uh, that Sandy Hook thing was a total hoax. Fake <laughs> news. This is what happens when the second to the last black bubber Let me read that again. Oh, look at this, eh? This is pretty cool. Oh, I dropped it in the sink. Okay, well, anyway. Of course, eh? We're all about the homegrown garlic. <laughs> we have eight varieties of garlic that can kill a human being. Woo, look at my boobs. I'm going to pull a hard one out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not showing you. You've got your USB port plugged in the wrong... <laughs> 
You want the long one or the short one? Oh, the long one, of course. All right, here you go. Eat a peach. Did you say it like that? How won't you go and eat a peach? I'm not on tour anymore. Larry Fersig. Yeah. He found a few hundred dollars in coins each year going along finding the beer cans. Yeah. Yeah, it was back when there were cinnamon crispas and not those cinnamon deep fried cocking poops. Deep fried cocking poops. <laughs> yeah, like they come out of a little cocking gun right. yeah. into the fryer where they turn into little hard poops. Yeah, that's brilliant. As long as you don't mind plugging the butt when you hear it, it's fine. If you can, or what? What did I say? As long as you don't mind improvising, that's what I meant to say. Okay. You mean pulling stuff out of my ass? That's what I meant. Was... Harry, your owl has an angry inch. He's got a very angry, very small micro penis. Yeah, held on to your uh, letter for a little extra. So, uh, Alex, I'll take uh, stamps for 200. Hey, look, it's Mailman Monty. What did he bring today? What did Mailman Monty bring? He has letters and other stuff. Hey, Monty, what's up? <laughs> Made me choke this time. <laughs> uh, someone's gonna turn that into a uh, uh, like an opening theme cartoon. They should. Mailman Monty. We'd, yeah. we'd welcome it with open arms. Of course we would. That was a really good one. <clears throat> yeah, I had no idea when we said deep fried cocking poops. I had no idea what the reference was, and uh, realizing it was <laughs> talking about the uh, the current dessert offering from Taco Bell. Right, and it's also that screwy word cocking. It's pronounced yeah or it's spelled caulking but no one says that Cow- they, all, yeah, they all say yes. caulking i do right yeah. you got a caulking gun yes i do i have a caulking gun no one says i have a yeah, caulking gun caulking <clears throat> that's for weirdos right all right well that was a good time uh quick email from a listener this is a follow-up to some anime versus cartoon thing i think oh good yes <clears throat> this is uh from uh let's see it's called anime and time and i did i get the name Ah, oh, crap. There's no name. He didn't include his name. But he says, Konnichiwa, Sushi and Burrito's dad. Or Bor- Baruto's dad. It's Baruto's Jap- dad. It's a Japanese anime thing, I think. Anyway, he says, I thought I'd just weigh in on the whole anime slash cartoon deal as a hardcore anime lover. Uh, you know what I mean, he says. Cartoon is a very broad term that includes anime, comic strips, and Western animation. I agree with Scott and Nicole insofar as it sounds weird to call anime cartoons. But it's mostly because we also use cartoons to specifically refer to a type of animated show for kids. Anime falls under the broad sense of cartoon, but not always the more specific usage. Fun fact, in Japan, <coughs> excuse me, anime refers to all types of animation. This includes things like Spongebob. Love the show, though. Tokyo. Or in Tokyo. Uh, P.S. The time zones are very useful for understanding what time of day it is. <coughs> I'm choking on water still from my laughing so hard, damn it. <laughs> If we all use a universal time zone, times would no longer uh, encode additional meaning, i.e. 1,800 hours is the time most people are off work, 10.30 is the time we have breakfast at McDonald's, etc. Yeah, we kind of touched on that a little bit, mm-hmm. that we would have, to, we would culturally have to shift some of our cool ideas about what times mean. Um, you know, when lunch is, is just now, it's no longer right. all, oh, right. I'm, I'm getting out here at noon, I got to eat. It's more like, I'm getting out of here at... <laughs> 24 right. beats past a monkey or whatever the terms no, are. Right, exactly. I mean, that is the weird part is that, you know, you're talking about uh, you need then some some common term that is not time-related to talk about what that time of day is. Yep. I mean, yep. Morning, evening, all that stuff works. Afternoon kind of has to be changed up because afternoon could be, you could be asleep in the afternoon. That's right. 
time after 12 noon, you might be asleep. Yeah, so that all changes. Uh, but good points overall, and I agree with all his take on the anime thing. That is interesting, though. This usually happens. We think that Americans tend to do this thing where, like, that's offensive to whatever, and we get all kind of uh, white anger or white um, guilt about a certain thing or something. Sure. And it turns out mm-hmm. in Japan, they don't care. They call SpongeBob anime. Like, that's not mm-hmm. anime, but they call it that. So we just have our own definitions. Right. We get so hung up on it, and so who cares? I think this is actually an argument against what I was saying, which was you can't call anime cartoons. It is because it feels like it feels like uh, you know cartoons are light and fluffy and fun, and anime can be heavy and sci-fi, you know, deep. Yeah. And uh, right. So it feels like cartoon <laughs> is, doesn't give it enough respect. But uh, I think you know cartoon is is a general term, and. Uh, Call your anime anime. Call your cartoons cartoons. That's right. It's fine. My sister Misha called when we were growing up. She called them cartoons with an cartoons. N. Cartoons. Yep. She says I don't like. Those are just the bloody ones. <laughs> She'd go. I don't like cartoons. She'd say, and I used to say, well, you can't talk about it until you can say cartoons normally, like a normal person. <laughs> I'm gonna be. Here's a little. Here's a little tease for Wednesday. But my recommendal this week is gonna be a cartoon. Ooh, is it really? Yeah. Animated. It is. Hmm. Not anime. Oh. Well, no, I take that back. Anime. Is it kind of anime? It fits It fits the anime description. So, yes. Interesting. Crazy. <gasps> which I just noticed something that BioCow added to the titles. Oh, really? He has a showed oh, mark really? only button. Oh. 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 You know how easy this is going to make my life? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And it's only available to, like, we have to log in to be able to see it. So not everybody can mark it. Look at that. I Limit know. You have to be a mod. You have to be one of us Only to see this. Only mods can see this. Amazing. You even had a little tool tip there. Man, BioCare. What if mods were one of us? <laughs> BioCow, I don't... Why is that familiar? Oh, because we had that big discussion on... Uh, was it Was it Top Podcast? Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. We had a DTNS uh, Good Day Internet discussion about why that song is either stupid or great. It was a really fun discussion. <laughs> About that song and really, oh, funny, yeah. Where do you stand on it? Do you like it? You like it? I think it's okay. I mean, it's I get I get what she's trying to do. Um, uh, I'm thinking about it recently because I included a Prince. Prince did a cover of that song, and I included it on uh, Guess the Connection on Friday. Oh, see, look at all these connections we got going on right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here, this deserves one of these. I can definitely see why you like it. There you go. That works for that song. Why don't I just have that? Oh, out? for for one of us. Yeah, because yeah. because Sarah Sarah Lane hates it, and I kind of like it, and so we had a mm-hmm. we had a little friendly yeah, fight. It's about okay. It. Anyway, bio bio cow. Just want to say I don't care what anyone says about all the methane you're putting into the air. I love your work. <laughs> you're killing it. Good job. That's right. Hey, listen, uh, all those stomachs <laughs> and still has all this time to develop cool products. No kidding. You probably got one of those holes in the side of your uh, thing too, don't you? Where people oh, can reach geez. in and do stuff. You seen that before? They got the hole in yes, the side of the I saw it in that damn uh, Fast Food Nation movie. Oh, it's really gross. All right, uh, let's do a, uh, a a leaving here. We're gonna leave, and um, <laughs> here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna want to send us your emails, just like that one we got from that anonymous Japan listener whose name I didn't write down. I'm sure he's not anonymous, but anyway, that uh, email address is themorningstream at gmail.com. Our website is frogpants.com/tms. Everything is linked there. You can submit song requests, all sorts of stuff there. So go check that out. 
Although I did a little test for our song requester machine, and I'm not sure it worked. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? It didn't get redirected to the, to well, the form? I, it did, but I don't know if anyone actually received it. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, uh, well, I'm, I'm confused. What mm-hmm. do you mean? I, I, it's not that big a deal. I sent a, I sent a request that was kind of thinly veiled as, as if I was somebody else, and I figured I would have heard about oh, it by and, now. Oh, and I didn't... And I didn't uh, yeah, we haven't done it, which is okay. Did you put it? Did you put a date on it? Oh yeah, when I did all that, I just huh. te- I just tested it. But I part of me thought, oh, he figured it was me, and said no, <laughs> which I wouldn't blame you. Like you don't uh, need me fiddling in your shit. But. No, but I mean, there you know there are a few, um, you know, I've got a few that I never got to that you know from September and October, beginning of October that I haven't played yet. So it's all good. Yeah. Don't worry about it. No, Even, I want to look and see. I'm now, looking now back to curious. see. Uh, now you're curious. Yeah. I am totally curious. Uh, anyway, that's a place you can do that. You can do all sorts of stuff there. So do that. Follow us on Twitter as well. Scott oh. Johnson, Coverville, and Morning ah. Stream. Did you find it? Yeah, I found, I oh. found it. All right. Yeah, you can't put it in one day before. Oh, is that what I did? Because I sort these, yeah, I sort these by the date that, they, um, that they're for. Yeah. And then they're also sorted by the date they came, they came in. So if five people say, oh, I want to... I want a uh, request played on uh, September 19th, but one of them came in in August and the other one came in the day before. I usually pick the one that came in a month before. Well, <laughs> I reward uh, people who plan ahead. No, 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 you should. You should. And what's ironic about that is I actually didn't care about the date. Like the date didn't matter. I think yeah. I just chose it because it was like default or whatever. So uh, gotcha. it's not a, it's, it was, it was more of me going, I keep sending people here. How does this actually work? And I went to go through. Oh, like, funny. Oh, I may as well do well, one while I'm in here. So that was all that was. That cover will be on this week. Ooh. Probably Thursday. You you should tell it when you do it, though, as if you don't know that it was me. Okay, I will. I'll pretend, I'll pretend I'm reading, reading it for the first time. Perfect. Okay, I like it. I don't know what this. Let's see here. What is this? <laughs> all right, we're done. Thank you all for listening and being here. Uh, boop show later today. We will also have uh, what else is happening? I may play some of that Batman on on stream because I was I don't know weirdly nice. enjoying that. Um, maybe some WoW. I don't know. I, I I will have some time for a game stream at some point. So maybe keep her on the Twitter and that sort of stuff. Uh, what else is Mondays about? Mondays have anything else yeah. we have to worry about? ANTP, but they they've already gotten the episode that they're going to get. You and I record a separate episode that they didn't get for a couple of weeks. Yeah, you guys are a couple of weeks from away from whatever the dire final the fresh decision hell is. is that today brings. Yep. <laughs> oh, and today's Rosh Hashanah. Happy Rosh oh, yeah. Hashanah! Happy Rosh everyone. Hashanah! Is that a Jewish thing? I feel like I don't know. It is a Jewish thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Take it from the the the. One sixteenth of me that is Jewish. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, Hashanah. that's right. I don't we know never, what it is. We never talk about yeah. that. That's right. Brian's one sixteenth Jewish, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. You should be pro Trump, I guess. A, it's a new year. It's a, it's a Jewish New Year. He likes the he, Trump. Says so we're he all going to get drunk on Manischewitz. <laughs> Trump likes the Jews a lot. He says he does. So I wonder uh-huh. if you, even though I don't think he does, but he says he does. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if one sixteenth is enough to be liked by him. If he would like you. Oh, yeah. Would he like one sixteenth of me? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Or would he hate one sixteenth of my wife because she's one sixteenth African American? These are the questions <laughs> that keep me up at night. All right. Hey, there you go, guys. That's it for the show. Brian's now going to introduce another song. The unveiling happens now. Can't wait to hear it. Brian, what do you got? That's right. Yes. Uh, Michael Miller wrote in and said, Scott and Brian, I'm going to keep this short. 
We need to get some Hailstorm Lizzie Hale all up in here. So many fantastic covers. I can't choose. You pick it. Any day works for me. Go, says Michael Miller. Wow. Uh, well, Michael, you know, I've played a lot of songs by Hailstorm on this show. Uh, they have a, a few really good covers, or at least one or two really good cover albums. And of course, lots of great music that isn't covers. Let's do something that you probably weren't expecting. I'm going to play a song by an artist that is not Hailstorm. However, it does feature Lizzie Hale on vocals and features Lizzie Hale doing um, arguably the most famous vocals from this song. A uh, song is Gimme Shelter, originally done by the Rolling Stones, but there is that, that, and I can't remember who the, the woman is who did the original uh, vocals oh, for, right. um, for the Rolling Stone version, but just a killer voice. Uh, Lizzie Hale takes that mantle and does it incredibly well. This is from the Stone Sour album, Straight Out of Burbank, which came out in 2015. Features Lizzie Hale on vocals. Here it is. Give me shelter. Shut 
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Oh, there's Benjamin White Moon.